Praise God. My name is Peter, a husband of one wife, and I have four children and one grandson. Uh, this morning, brethren, I'm saved. I love Jesus. I do not know whether I could have been where I am now if I hadn't met that man, Jesus Christ. I really thank God. We are all very fortunate, those of us who know their Savior. We are very lucky. We will not be here. Do you, do you agree with me? Yeah, we will not be here. So this morning, uh, I want you to be ready with your pen. We are, we are, we are going to write, because we are, we are talking about uh, uh, giving with emphasis on tithe. So I want you to write because some of the scripture that I'm going to uh, give, maybe you will need to go uh, when, you get when you get time, when you go back home, to read and understand because there are so many things we hear about giving, about tithing. I have even heard from even friends. Uh, you know that one is an, was an Old Testament issue. It's not a New Testament issue. We, 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 today, we, we're going to read what Jesus said about giving and tithing and even the purpose in the Old Testament. And, uh, and even in the giving in the New Testament. So I'm going to try to be uh, brief. And uh, um, to start with, uh, I want to say this. We are stewards of God's resources. Every believer is a steward of everything he possesses. And uh, let us read First Peter 4, verse 10. I don't know whether it's going to shoot out there. Yeah, you can First Peter 4, 10. First Peter 4. Yeah. Um, it, it says, oh, it's already there. Yeah. Each of you, mine is NIV. Each of you should uh, use whatever gift you have received to serve others as faithful, as faithful stewards of God's grace in its various forms. Yes, everything that we possess. We believe us uh, is was given by God. Even the tongue, the tongue, the legs, the eyes, they all belong to God. And uh, since we were told that we are stewards, uh, the uh, I think I would rather even first define uh, what a steward is. Is one who manages, administers. And it takes care of that which belongs to someone else. So everything that we possess, tongues, legs, hands, they all belong to the Lord. And even before I go to tithing and giving, let me talk about, just touch something about the tongue. Because it's, uh, it can be very notorious if not used properly. Your tongue should not be used for putting others down. It should be used for blessing others. 
It should not be used for slandering others. It's a gift from God to build others, to bless others, to encourage others, not to put others down. Because it belongs to God. So, but today we are not going to talk about the tongue. I was just, yeah, everything that we possess for, and is for good purpose. Because when we go further and read First uh, Corinthians 4, 2, First Corinthians 4, 2, mm, uh, uh, the word of God says, yes, uh, moreover, it's required in, in stewards that one be found faithful. Yeah, can you be faithful with somebody's uh, possession that you have been given uh, to make use of it in the right way? So we must be found faithful with whatever God has given us. Because even in James chapter 1, verse 17, the word of God says, every perfect gift is from above. Is it there? Yeah. James 1, 17. Every perfect gift is from heaven. You didn't give yourself. Even the job you have, even the children you have, even the wife you have, the husband you have, uh, 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 all, it's all, everything, uh, every perfect gift is from above. The money in your account, your paycheck, your work, everything is God's. So, to continue so that we may, yeah, it's there, every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and comes down from the father of lights with whom there is no uh, variation uh, or shadow of turning. Yeah, comes from God. Everything good that we have comes from God. Then, uh, God, now we go to the main uh, theme of uh, uh, our today's uh, word. God asks us to tithe. He asks us to give 10% of what he's given us. 10% is kama umepewa vitu kumi na mungu moja ni ya mungu, unapatia mungu. I'm just putting emphasis in that in, in, in Swahili. Uh, yes, one. It's ten, one, one, two, three, four, five, ten. If your paycheck is ten that you received this month or this paycheck period, remember the ten percent does not belong to you, belongs to God. But as we uh, speak, we. Sorry. As I speak, I want you also to realize that. That, that is not low. There is a lot of emphasis that that is voluntary. Nobody is going to force you. This is the word of God. Okay? Nobody is going to, uh, to come around and ask. When we tithe here, you will never see anybody coming. Bring, we want, to, we want you to prove whether it was 10%. Nobody. 
it is voluntary. You, you, even the, as we read, you'll find that the, the, uh, uh, the word of God, uh, where, I mean, uh, puts emphasis on a cheerful giver. You should not feel that, uh, you know, that is a, uh, that's low in that church. I, I cannot go to that church. I, I don't want, uh, because they tell me that I must. No, God wants you. It, it should come from your heart. Okay. 10%. Let us see, let, let us now start uh, reading the word from the Old Testament, what it is said about giving. Uh, in Leviticus 27, verse 30. What did the, uh, uh, what, what, does, what does it, Leviticus 27, 30. Yeah, and all the tithe of the land, whether of the seed of the land or of the fruit of the tree, is the Lord's. It's holy to the Lord. In the Old Testament, they are talking about whatever they, they got from the land. The word of God says that the tenth, the ten percent, belongs to God. Uh, let us add to that one, let us add Deuteronomy 14.22. Deuteronomy, uh, 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 Deut uh, pronunciation. Deuteronomy, yes, Deuteronomy 14.22. Yeah, it says, be sure to set aside a tenth of all that your fields produce each year. And if we can continue at 23, eat the tithe of your grain, new wine and olive wine, and the firstborn of your herds and flocks in the presence of the Lord, your God, at the place he will choose as a dwelling for his name. Which is the place he has chosen as a dwelling for his name? Which is the place? Yeah, the church, where you worship, where you, you eat. The, the, I mean, the, 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 the spiritual food. This is where? The church. So you are, you are not going to meet with anybody on the street and say, Oh, here, this is my tithe. Or anywhere you choose. The Bible, uh, uh, I mean, tells us very clearly where we are to take our tithe. Uh, then, now we come to the New Testament, what Jesus said. Some, uh, I, I, earlier when I was starting to speak, I told you that uh, some have met uh, uh, people saying, no, tithe, uh, that's an Old Testament issue. It's not a New Testament issue. But then, let us see what Jesus said about tithe. Because he also commended tithing. In Luke chapter 11, verse 42, Open. Look. Yes, look. Eleven forty-two. Mm. 
Yeah, yes, it says, Woe to you Pharisees, because you give God a tenth of your mint, rue, and all other kinds of garden herbs, but you neglect justice and the love of God. Now, this is the, you can underline here now what Jesus said. You should have practiced the latter without leaving the former undone. Uh, how do you understand what, uh, do you understand what Jesus is saying? That they should not, he didn't say that, um, that it's not right to tithe, but he said they neglected other areas. He's telling them to do what? To do, to obey God in all in all areas. He's, t he's telling them to obey. It, together with that giving, they only give. And I can guess why they, they only give. They, they, they had... Uh, they, 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 uh, Paul. <laughs> oh. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, I, I know why they put emphasis on tithing. They, they had known, you know, the Pharisees, we, we read a lot about the Pharisees. They knew they were going to get blessings. Uh, that's my thinking, I have, not that I have read in the Bible. I think they were, they were putting emphasis on, on tithing, but they were uh, ignoring other areas. But now, uh, uh, Jesus himself is telling him, you should have done even the other important areas, like loving your neighbors, being kind, loving God, Mm? without only tithing and in neglecting the other areas. So that's what uh, the Lord was telling them. So the Lord commanded tithing. Let's continue. Let's look at uh, now at God's purpose for tithing. And this one we can find in Exodus 23, verse 11. What was the purpose? To begin with, in the Old Testament, what was the purpose of tithing? Exodus Exodus 23:11 mm -hmm. But during the seventh year Mwakawasaba during the seventh year let the land lie unplowed and unused then the poor among you, uh, your people may get food from it and the wild animals may eat what is left, do the same with your vineyard and your olive grove. Seventh year, it was a requirement in Israel that they don't till the land. Now they leave it far or, or, or whatever, so that uh, uh, even the poor now can go there, I believe, to glean and uh, the wild animals can also benefit from whatever was left at the seventh year. So, it was to support the poor and the needy in Israel every seventh year. And if we read, we, we, we read further in De Deuteronomy 15, 
Deuteronomy 15. Uh, Deuteronomy 15:11. Uh, it says, "There will always be poor people in the land. Therefore, I com I command you to be open-handed. That's to give toward your fellow Israelites who are poor and needy in your land. So, right from the." Uh, the onset, uh, the word of God encourages us to remember the poor. Uh, here, the main, uh, one of the purposes for tithing was to give the poor. We can even read Le Leviticus 19.10. It, it talks of the same thing, about helping the poor. Even the aliens are there, the widows. They are all there. The aliens, the widows, uh, yeah, the fatherless. Yeah. To, to help them, to remember them. And then, the other purpose was to support the Levites. Who are the Levites? Who are the Levites? Or equivalent of Levites today? Preachers, isn't it? Yeah, another pass, uh, 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 purpose for the tithe was for the preach or for the Levites. And this one we can see in Deuteronomy 14. Deuteronomy 14. Uh, Deuteronomy 14, 28 and 29. 28 and 29. It says, At the end of every three years, bring all the tithes, of that year's produce and store it in your town so that the Levites who have no allotment or inheritance of their own and the foreigners and the fatherless and the widows who live in your towns may come and eat and be satisfied so that the Lord your God may bless you in all the work of your hands. These are, uh, 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 let us look at uh, when we are coming to the end of verse, of verse 29. So that, the, I want you to underline that, so that the Lord your God may bless you in all the work of your hands. So that the Lord may bless you. I believe this is where the Pharisees, they were tithing and uh, ignoring other things because of, uh, they had seen that our God is faithful and that whenever they gave, they did what? They, 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 they benefited. They got back from God. They, they believed that. Even so we say they were hypo. They knew God is faithful and can answer. So there is a promise there that when you do that, the Lord, your God, may bless you in all the work of your hands. So, there is what? There is a blessing in giving. As we read, as we go through the words that uh, 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 talks about tithing and giving, you will find that there is no giving that does not 
go together with the promise. Not that God wants to bribe us. No. He wants to bless us. He wants, he's putting emphasis on what he has given us. Can we be faithful? Because he's also faithful. So he's showing us how, how faithful he, he, uh, uh, he, he's going to be when we obey his word. He's not bribing us. It's not, if, 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 give, give me this, I give you this. These days, if you read politics, there is a, 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 a phrase that is going in, in politics. Sometimes I watch politics. Quid pro quo. With God, there's no quid pro quo. That's his ways. So, when you obey God, he, there are blessings. So, he's not trying to bribe us. Okay, let's continue. Uh, let us now look at what the Bible says about tithing in the new, as seen in the New Testament. Let us read Acts chapter 4, tithing and giving in New Testament. Now we are in New Testament. Yes, Acts chapter 4, 34 to 37. Acts chapter 4, 34 to 37. Oh, it's there. Nor was there anyone among, among them who lacked. For all who were possessors of the lands or houses sold them and brought the proceeds of the things that were sold. Yes. Why were they doing that? So that no one among them will lack. They were selling. We are not going to sell our houses. In fact, you are planning to buy houses. You continue planning to buy houses. Nobody is going to tell you to sell. But I'm telling you what the, 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 the early church did. They, some of them had land, had property. But they, some of them sold what they had so that they may brought to the community of the brethren so that if there were poor people among them or people who are in lack, they would benefit. Can you see how extreme these people had gone or had gone into, they, they, they were to the other side. They knew God is God. And I believe after doing that, God blessed them. It's not recorded what happened after that, but what, that was, I mean, that was a common practice in the early church. That brethren sold the ones who had, the one who had the wealth sold, so that they may bring to church, so that it may cater for the, the, the brethren who are, uh, 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 who are poor. And then in Romans chapter 15, verse 26, let us also hear what uh, uh, <clears throat> the word of God says in the New Testament about giving. Romans chapter 15, Verse 26. Yes, it is says, For it pleased those from Macedonia and Achaia to make a certain contribution for the poor among the saints 
who are in Jerusalem. At one point in a church called, uh, in, a, in, a church, in a Macedonian church, uh, they, uh, they, they, um, uh, somebody, uh, uh, they must have been told that there were poor people in Jerusalem and they came together and agreed to collect, I don't know whether it was money, food, clothes, and uh, it said they contributed for the, for, 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 for the poor among the saints who are in Jerusalem. You see, they were doing this for the others. And earlier when we, 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 we started, uh, uh, when I started talking here, it says, uh, I mean, I said that um, 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 the word of God said that everything you have, or God has given you uh, whatever you have so that you may use whatever he has given you to do what? To help others. Did the word say that? Yes, to help others. So they knew, they had, I don't know whether they had a lot or they just felt that those brethren in Jerusalem were in trouble, had more problems than them. So they came together and collected stuff. It could have been money, it could have been clothes, but... The church in Jerusalem was needy, and they, they, you know, they came together and collected something to be taken there. If you read on, you will, uh, uh, you will get more. And then, it's just like in the Old Testament. You see, it's talking about poor people in problems, uh, other brothers who, who are needy. And uh, in, also in the New Testament... To support now we call them we don't call them uh, Levites we call them teachers and preachers. Let us look. Let us read. Uh, uh, let us see what the Bible says about our teachers now, our preachers now, and we can get that at, in Galatians chapter six, verse six. What does it say about our preachers now? Galatians chapter six, verse six. Wagalatia sita mustari wa sita. Yes. Let him who is taught the word share in all good things with him who teaches. Yes. The people who teach us. I mean the pastors. Our pastors. We should take care of them. Sio tukule tu hamba kauko sisi peke yetu na tuhawakumbuki na wanatulisha kila, kila siku na kila jumapili na neno, na, na neno la mungu. Oh, I'm going back to what I was saying. I just wanted to put the emphasis. So we should remember our pastors. So, one uh, reason why we should tithe is to take care of our pastors so that they may, you know, they may get time to sit down, seek God, seek the word of God, and who will be the, be the beneficiaries when they do that? It's us. Yes. Also, to put emphasis, also in 1 Corinthians 9.14. Where are you? 1 Corinthians 9 verse 14. Yes, 
Even so, the Lord has commanded that those who preach the gospel should live from the gospel. Yes, they should live from the gospel. And then there is another word that is important. Let, let, let's look at Philippians chapter 4, verse 15 to 18. We can even go up to 19. Yes. Philippians 4, 15, let's read up to 19. Philippians chapter 4, verse 15 to 19. Yes. Now you Philippians know also that in the beginning of the gospel, when I departed from Macedonia, no church shared with me concerning giving and receiving, but you only. Can we continue? Yes. For even the Salonica you sent, even in the Salonica you sent aid once and again for my necessities. Continue. Not that I seek the gift, but I seek the fruit that abounds to your account. Let us first stop there. Okay. Uh, yeah, let, let's first stop. We will continue. Not that I seek the gift, but I, uh, but I seek the fruit that abounds in your account. What, what is Paul saying? That when, not that he wanted to be given, but he was mindful of what you are how you are going to benefit after giving to the work of God. Not that I wanted really to benefit, but I want, what? but I seek the fruit that abounds to your account. Which is the fruit that abounds to your account? The blessings from God. After doing what? After giving. That was, that was his main concern. His main concern was not that he may pocket whatever they were giving. He was concerned that you may be blessed. You the givers. Continue. 18. Okay. Indeed, I have all and abound. I am full, having received from Epaphroditus the things sent from you. A sweet-smelling aroma, an acceptable sacrifice, well-pleasing to God. Okay, 19, 419. And my God, that's another good word, verse. And my God shall supply all your need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. All our needs. Oh, isn't that good? Yes. And my God shall supply all your need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. You know the blessings of God. They, they, they are not only limited to monetary gain. Blessings are many. Even health is a blessing. Yeah, but, uh, even joy, uh, happiness, peace. Oh, is, is that not all blessings? Yeah, it's all blessings. So, you see, God, when he asks you to do something and he tells you to do something, he, he does not just, okay, just do that and then just sit and, uh, and lose. No, he sees according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. Praise God. Yes. Now, again, uh, God, God's special promise, uh, God has a special promise for those who give. And you can see that every time he's talking about giving, there is something. 
Uh, let us look at uh, Luke chapter 6, verse 28. Uh, here, we'll see as we get that word that you can even determine the amount of the blessing. You are the one with the tap. You can be able to open tap to the end so that the, the, the blessings, we have uh, more blessings pouring. It's within your, your means. You can determine what the amount of blessings you, you're going to get. Let us hear from the word of God. You can determine. If you want a little, then you will get little. If you want more, uh, if you want more, unafungulia. <laughs> yeah, by obeying, you get more. So let us read. Uh, Luke 6, 38. Uh, 38. Luke 6, 38. Okay. Give, and it will be given to you. Good measure. Pressed down. Shaken together and running over will be put into your bosom. For with the same measure hey, that you use, it will be measured back to you. With the what? Am I reading? With the same measure that you use, it will be measured back to you. So if you use a cup, you will get back a cup. If you use a bucket, <laughs> you'll get back bucket full. If you give back just a, a, something just like that, then that's what you're going to get. So I said you can control what you're going to get back from God. The more you give, the more you do what? Isn't, isn't, isn't that interesting? Oh, our God is faithful. The more you give, the more you're going to receive. The more you give, that's the word of God. Mm. You can even determine the amount of blessings. Oh, brethren. And when we talk about blessing, I said earlier, we, we, we are, we, it's not limited to, uh, to finance, at your, 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 your bank account. You can even be broke and be blessed. Do you believe? Do you uh, do you believe? If I'm broke, if I have uh, billions of uh, of dollars in, in, in my bank account, and I'm almost dying of cancer, am I blessed? I leave that by millions in the hands of other people who never even uh, worked for that money. So blessings, our blessings are not limited to uh, uh, to, to to money, to uh, uh, to monetary. Or I can even have the millions. And I do not have joy. I do not have peace. Brethren, are we moving together? Yes. I'm not saying that uh, having a, a big bank balance is not a blessing. Oh, I wish I had. It's a blessing too. But it's not the only blessing. Even joy, happiness, contentment is a blessing. Praise God. Yes. And then as I continue... Tithing is a privilege. Uh, several centuries, even before the commandments came down from Mount Sinai, 
uh, our patriarch who is Abraham, hmm? our, patri our patriarch who is Abraham, gave tithe to a representative of God. Can we read that? Because it's not from me, it's from the Bible. Yes, Genesis 14, we're going to read verse 18 to 24. Genesis 14. Yes, Genesis 14, verse 18 to 24. Even before the law came down from Mount Sinai, Huyumze uh, uh, gave tithe to a representative of God. We'll see uh, who could have been this representative. We'll see. It's written even in the New Testament. Yeah, let's go. Is it there? Yeah. yeah this, this man is Melchizedek. Uh, then Melchizedek, king of Salem, brought out bread and wine. He was the priest of God most high. Continue. And he blessed, he blessed him. Who? Abraham. And he said, Blessed be Abraham. Abraham of God most high, possessor of heaven and earth. Let's continue. And blessed be God most high, who has delivered your enemies into your hand. So he had gone to, uh, to war and won. And uh, when, in those days when he went and, uh, to, to war and you, uh, God helped you to conquer your enemy, you took everything from them. And he gave... Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. And blessed be God most high who has delivered your enemies into your hand and he gave him a tithe of all. Abraham gave, oh, and uh, uh, let's see who was this. Who was this uh, Melchizedek? Who, who was he? Hebrew 7, verse 1 and 2. Let's read Hebrew. Verse 1, who is, who is this Mel, Mel, Melchizedek who was given tithe by, by Abraham? Did Abraham just uh, meet somebody on the way and uh, then give him tithe? Let us see. Hebrews 7, verse 1 and 2. Yes. For this, Melchizedek, king of Salem, priest of the Most High God, who met Abraham returning from the slaughter of the kings and blessed him. Go to, to, to whom also Abraham gave a tenth, part of all, part of all, first being tr translated king of righteousness and then also king of Salem, meaning king of peace. So uh, the king of righteousness and uh, Salem, the king of peace. Who is known the king? Of, who is the king of righteousness? Who is the king of peace? Jesus. So this one could have, this one not could have, this one was a, a, a representative of Jesus, even though he had not been. Uh, uh, so, in, 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 I mean, uh, uh, to, be, to be more exact, to whom did uh, Abraham tithe to? To God, isn't it? Yeah. Even before 
the, 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 uh, I mean, the law, the Ten Commandments came from Mount Sinai. Abraham did that. Abraham Akamtolea, the Prince of Peace, the, the tithe. Oh. And then, another, another uh, 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 patriarch we read in the Bible. Genesis 28, verse 22. Well, let, let's hear what Jacob said or did. Genesis 28, verse 22. Musichoke karibu ni malize. Genesis 28, verse 22. Yeah. And this stone which I have set as a pillar shall be God's house. Wow. And of all that you give me, I will surely give a tenth to you. He's promising God. Whatever you give me, I will surely give a what? That's Jacob. Yes. To all that the Lord will bless him with, he'll give a what? Yeah, a ten percent. So, brethren, tithing ex expresses faith, shows that you, you have faith in God. And as I said uh, 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 earlier, tithing does not buy God's blessings but it releases it does what it releases his blessings upon our lives we are not buying but when we do that it releases we are not buying it releases in malachi where are you malachi 3:10 let us read malachi 3:10 Okay, bring all the tithes into the storehouse that there may be food in my house and try me now in this. And try me now, put that, and try me now in this, says the Lord of hosts. If I will not open for you the windows of heaven, uh, not windows, the windows, you know I'm not from this land. Uh, if I will not open from you the windows of heaven and pour out for you such blessing that there will not be room enough to receive it. Oh, oh, what a promise. That is another language. <laughs> yeah, all languages come from God. He's the one who gave us these languages. Malachi chapter 10. Yes. So, it indicates that you believe in God. You trust God. And he has promised here, try me. Oh, what a word. At the God of heaven who created us, who created the universe, is telling you, try me. And he is God. He's not like man. You know me, I can promise you something and then fail. 
became broke at night and then I changed my mind. Hmm? But it's God now telling you that try me. Try me, the God of heaven, the owner of everything, the owner of heaven and the earth. Try me. Yes. So, uh, yeah, the, <clears throat> when you believe the word of God, then you realize that the 90% that you have left, even in your pay package, the 90% that will, will be left will even buy more hamburgers than the 100% you keep together with what is holy to him. I know it's only hamburgers that we buy. We buy a lot of things. So when you, the 90, according to the word of God, the 90% is more valuable than the, than the 100%. Mathematically, no, it, it's the other way around. I would rather have 100. But according to the word of God, the 90% is more than the 100%. The 90% will go a long way. It's blessed. It's go, go, it, it will go. But when you withhold everything, then the 90, by, 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 when we withhold the 100% will look more mathematically, but spiritually, it will be without God's blessing. I'd rather have 90% or 70% if I can that is blessed than 100% which has no God's blessing. And then, as I continue, I'm almost ending, be a generous and cheerful giver. Yes. A generous and cheerful yes, don't give and then now, 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 now. If I give this, am I going to Am I going to have, to have lunch tomorrow? What? Yeah, no. You must be a cheerful giver. Once in your heart, you decide to give, give. Don't give. I mean, with. Oh, Even the other day, I gave. How many times am I going to give? And I give yesterday again. No? Let us read. Exodus 25, verse 2. Exodus 25, verse 2. Mm -hmm. Speak to the children of Israel that they bring me an offering from everyone who gives it willingly. That's the word. Willingly, with his heart, you shall take my offering. Willingly. He's telling them, whoever was collecting, get from those who are willing. So, from those who are willing. And you are going to be willing to give you a jumapili. It's willingly. Sorry for moving to that language. It's willingly. Even the Old Testament says, willingly. Take only to the people who will give their offering willingly. Because you are going to be blessed if you give willingly. 
without coercion, without uh, being pestered. There was somebody who had gone uh, too far, even he had started even selling God's blessings, that if you want a job, give this amount. If you want what, give this amount. And then he went even as far as coaching people to come and say, when I gave, when I wanted a job, and I gave uh, 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 30,000 shillings, I got a job. He, oh. May God help us. The word of God is saying willingly. You give willingly. And then 2 Corinthians 9, verse 6 and 7. Wekea mimi yo kijana yangu. 2 Corinthians. Yeah, it says, But this I say, he who sows uh, uh, yeah, six and seven. Okay. But this I say, he who sows sparingly will also uh, reap sparingly, and he who sows bountifully will also reap bountifully. Go to seven. So let each one give as he purposes in his heart, not grudgingly or of necessity. For God loves a cheerful, a cheerful giver. You remember the widow? In Luke chapter 21, verse 1 to 4, it was Jesus. He gave. And then Jesus, because he was God, he said, do you know he, who, who gave? Uh, well, maybe the, the rich people there, especially the Pharisees, who are rich, some of them even started now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He'll say, it's me. Because I know I gave a lot. But then they were surprised. He said, do you know who gave? Ah, it's this widow. Uh, maybe the widow was just covered like this because he, he was poor. Maybe he was even hungry. And he, what, what she did, she gave everything. So what did Jesus say? That this woman gave more than everyone. So it's not the amount of money that you have. It's faithfulness. It's not the amount of money. Of, this, this one, maybe the Pharisees were surprised. Even this man who says uh, that he's from God, he wants to say that that, that Shosho who was looked look sickly gave more than us. Oh, yes. Yeah, generous gi uh, 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 giving is proof that we are mature and that we have faith in our God. We have faith in our God. And also, generous giving causes others to thank God. And that one is recorded, recorded in uh, 2 Corinthians verse 9. I'm almost finishing. 2 Corinthians 9, chapter 11. So, when God is thanked for your generosity the blessings will accrue to you. Yeah. The blessings. When you give and somebody thanks God for, for, your, for your generosity, who will be blessed? It's you. 2 Corinthians 9, 11 and 12. 2 Corinthians 9, yes, 11 and 12. While you are enriched in everything for all liberality, which causes thanksgiving through us to God. Yeah. Uh, 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 Paul 12. 
for the administration of this service not only supplies the needs of the saints, but also they are bounding through many thanksgiving to God. So, those who benefit from your offering will thank God. When, when they thank God, you who will benefit? The giver. The giver will benefit. And uh, who need to give more? The poor or the rich? Hmm? Yes, okay, all, but, <laughs> yeah, you are right, it's all. <laughs> but, but, you know what? Giving can even break the curse of poverty, yes. Look at what happened to the Macedonian church. They, 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 they were very needy, but they give until even the apostles, what? You mean they, they gave all this? They were poor people. Let, let, let us see. It's not from me. It's from the Bible. Let us see. Uh, I believe even giving will break the curses of poverty. Giving. Yes. Some of us were born in, 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 dire, in, 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 in great poverty. And uh, if, uh, if there will be beneficiaries of giving those people, especially who are born in, into, into poverty, because... God is capable of breaking that curse. Yes. 2 Corinthians 8, verse 2. 8, verse 2. 2 Corinthians. Oh, did I say sorry? Oh, let's first read that one. I'm sorry, young man. 2 Corinthians 9, 11, and 12. Let's, let's read there. Go back to 11. Go back to, yeah. While you are enriched, everything, uh, 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 yeah. Oh, now go to 12. For the administration of the service not only supplies the needs of the saints, but also the, no, I think I'm, I'm confused a bit. It's 2 Corinthians 8, verse 2. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. 2 Corinthians 8, verse 2. It's where I want to read about Macedonian church. Mm-hmm. That in a great trial of affliction, the abundance of their joy and their deep poverty, and their deep poverty abounded in the riches of their liberality. Now, let's, can, can, can you continue? For I bear witness that according to their ability, yes, and beyond their ability, they were freely uh, willing. Can we continue? Imploring us with much urgency that we would receive the gift and the fellowship of ministering to the saints. Well, just go and read that area. You find that that church was, I mean, was for people who are very needy. But they gave and gave. They gave and they gave and gave. And... Um, I believe God did something for them. Even though they did not have, they gave because they know who they were giving. They were giving the one who owns everything. We, earlier we read and, and, and said that everything comes from, everything that, that's good comes from where? From God. Now to end, to refuse to give, 
It's not me saying I'm not judging you. It's the word of God. We will read. To refuse to give, it's not, I'm, I'm not judging our, not, not you. I'm, I'm, I'm not judging our, our, ourselves. We brethren. I'm not, say, I'm not saying you. I'm also there. To refuse to give, the Bible says, we will read, is an act of robbery. Because that word is very powerful. It's an act of robbery. And rebellion towards God. Is that a powerful act of robbery? Let us see. It's not me who said it is the word of God. Malachi 8, 12. Malachi 8, uh, 3.12. Let's see whether we'll get that one. Malachi 3.8-12. Start. Start 8. Yeah. Will a man rob God? I told you that well, that was not my word. It's from the Bible. Will a man rob God? Yet you have robbed me. But you say, in what have we robbed you? In what? In tithes and? In tithes and offering. What have you robbed? In tithes and? This is where we can rob God. Twendele. You are cursed with a curse. For you have robbed me. Even this whole nation. Can we continue? Bring all the tithes into the storehouse that there may be uh, food in my house and try me now in this, says the Lord of hosts, if I will not open for you the windows of heaven and pour out for you such blessing that there will not be room enough to receive it. The, 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 the words that earlier I said that it's an act of robbery and re rebellion. You have seen it for yourself. That's, that's the word of God. That was not from me. It's the word of God. Brethren, God bless you. Whenever you give to the work of God, you are not wasting your money, you are not wasting your time. And I said, I even touched about the tongue, even your body, even giving to the work of God. Even when you are going to see sick people and uh, people who are, uh, 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 who are vexed, that to encourage them, because you are also offering that body. And above all, give tithe. Give tithe, brethren. I'm sure each one of you, because I know you give tithe, if you were given an opportunity to come and tell us what, how God has blessed, blessed you, maybe at one point in your life, you are not tithing. When you started like, uh, uh, tithing, what you have seen from God, because the word of God is nothing but the truth. What it says, it does, it does. Let us be faithful to his word. Let us be faithful with our giving. And I'm telling you, we'll see God. And not that you will give and then next morning you, you find uh, your bank balance uh, uh, with 10,000 from nowhere. No, and that's not what I'm teaching today. That's not how God works. Blessing can come in very many ways. May God bless you and bless his word.